Here we are, Squello, Squello, Neno. Hello, welcome to Ain't Nobody Checking for Me podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. For those who are new, and we always welcome newbies. This is a podcast made for the unchecked. Maybe you're like us. Maybe your cell phone hasn't rang in a minute. Ring, ring. Email inbox is on e. There's just a thick layer of dust collecting at the bottom of your mailbox because USPS hasn't sent you a letter, parcel, fuck around, even a Chinese food menu in a minute. This podcast is for you. We're glad you're here. We're so glad you're here because that means you're pushing back against the narrative that we're completely unchecked for. We appreciate you. Desperation. I'm not desperate. I don't care. I don't even give a little bit of a half a fuck, right? Exactly. Uh, If you are new, welcome. I'm Cody Wilkins. I'm Rachel Jarofsky. And we are completely unchecked for, uh, I think, Rachel, anybody out there checking for you these days? Uh, this is actually a total 180 from our last episode. Um, I said I wish I, I didn't want, last last episode, I didn't want the IRS checking for me. Mm-hmm. This episode, I do, in fact, because mm-hmm. after <laughs> six long months, I finally did my, ta- six plus months, I, I was working my, on my taxes for the entire, I've been working on it for the entire pandemic, but I went ahead and finished. And it's it's a funny thing with taxes is it's like, you're avoiding it. For months. And then the minute you get all your shit in, you're like, okay, so where the hell is my return? You know what I mean? Like, you want that shit to hit immediately. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. You just like took about four years to finish this. And now you're now you're like, Uncle Sam needs to fucking direct deposit you that shit in like 12 hours. Well, that's yeah. how I feel. That I support that feeling. I want the money to hit my bank account as soon as the envelope hits the bottom of the mailbox, you know, whatever it takes. That's what we need. Um, But listen, we're here uh, to showcase those who have been checked for successfully. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because more than than the IRS, well, I want them to be checking for me. I personally want, I'm checking for the board of elections. Um, More than, more than any government fucking service or entity or any million dollar movie franchise we are checking for our guests which we got in the studio today let's meet them all right let's uh let's get into it our next guest i'm gonna start by telling you who he was to us i came up with this guy in the neighborhood back in chicago went to high school together, was a top-notch hooper, and could hit every note in the songbook. My man's was a concert choir king. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Come through concert choir. This is another person that we went to high school with. And I know what the fans are thinking. Guys, is this just a podcast for you and your high school friends? It's not, okay? Because we are getting people who are legitimately on, and this man is on. Okay, so who is he today? Our guest is something like a young wolf of Wall Street, so to speak. Okay, he's out here trading goods and or services. He's investing in sustainable futures, pasts, 
and presence. Okay, welcome J.R. Reynolds to the pod. J.R., great to have you. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be on. It's great to have you, Matt. I want to get into it quickly. Um, Rachel and I were sitting around talking about this before, and from what I understand, on paper, you are an investment banking associate in corporate finance. Is that correct? That is correct. Now, I'm going to need you to tell me what that means in English. Dumb that down for me. What exactly is it that you do? I work in corporate finance. And so um, corporate finance involves just like essentially representing uh, corporations and helping them raise capital, whether it be debt capital or equity capital, and also helping them advise on transactions. So we're essentially a middleman, right? A company, you know, decides that they want to go go public or they want to raise some some debt, um, and they need to connect with investors. They need sources of this capital. Um, they talk to us, kind of like a middleman, to like facilitate the transaction, kind of gotcha. the mark undergo the marketing process, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a kind of quick way to describe it. Man, Cody, when are we going public? I feel like the Supreme Court decided corporations were people. Right. We gotta we gotta go public. We gotta get get Cody and Rachel on on the exchange, right? Exactly. Uh, we what's the, what do they call it? Is the like the pin number? What what are the, the little acronym like for apples? Like APL, you know? The ticker. The ticker. Yeah, our ticker. Rachel, our ticker. <laughs> is it? A, how many letters can a ticker be, Jr.? It can be usually it's three or four letters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We'll workshop the. We'll get this in the writers' room. Kind of figure out the letters. Uh, I got it right now. R C A U, and that's uh, Rachel and Cody uh, are unchecked. Uh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> ours. That's ours. Wow, this is this is crazy, Jerry. I mean, I had a feeling that you worked in a world that like I had no idea about, but I didn't know I was out here mispronouncing the word finance for the right. last. <laughs> 20 plus years of my just saying it wrong. Like people must know I'm broke from the way I say it. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of different technicalities and nuances to the game in which I play. <laughs> Notes I'm not hitting. But yeah, right, right. So being the dirty socialist Jew that I am, you know, Bernie Sanders' cousin from the shtetl going way back, I, I wouldn't be my father's daughter if I didn't ask point blank. Um, does your line of work involve a degree of getting the already rich a little bit more rich? Somewhat. Okay. You know, yeah, it can, it's situational because sometimes you're actually helping people and companies, you know, that deserve a shot. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, they don't really have much. You know, they're trying to connect with people and or they, they need some advice on how to structure a, a ray, a capital raise or, you know, a transaction. And we can help. But sometimes, you know, we're 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 getting included in these these Apple deals, you know, because, right. you know, they're. They need to round out what's called the underwriting syndicates, the list of investment bank banking firms that are that are on the deal. And shoot, I mean, we're not going to say no. You're going to cut us a you know right. million dollar check to help you with this transaction. Sure, you need a black you need a black owned firm on that on that roster. All right, cool. We'll, I mean, we'll take the mill. We'll help you out with the with the with the deal. Whatever. I will have you know uh, that 
that like one Issa Rae once said, I'm rooting for everybody black. So technically, uh, if you're helping the rich getting richer, helping uh, black and business uh, grow in itself, then I salute you. Um, <laughs> All right. Right. And who I think it was Cody who told me that Loop this me saying this is Cody so if I get this wrong Cody's my source but Loop Capital is the largest black owned investment bank company it's not a bank it's a company it's a company Yo, it is a company a anywhere a firm the largest a largest firm. Owned, is it is it the largest owned black it is the largest the largest black owned firm in America in the country. And look, look at wow. that. Yeah, from black owned investment banking firm in the country, New Capital Markets. Correct. We love to hear it. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. So now we got kind of got a better understanding of what the what is. Um, and I'm wondering, kind of like as a as lowly jesters, you know, just us. The, the us, the funny folk. <laughs> uh, we imagine. I kind of have always imagined the world of finance as like as secure and like sort of. Secure as a career path is like simple in terms of upward trajectory. Like you kind of get on the path and you know where you go. Are, is that true or are we tweaking? Yeah, I feel like it can be a little, a little cookie cutter unless you're like really bad at, you know, at the job or just like you kind of fake your way through college and, you know, and you don't really know what it's like to be a professional. But, you know, if you, if you apply yourself, you know, and you're, you're capable, I mean, you could, you can make, and you're committed. You can make your way up. You know, it's it's a bit of a a structure in terms of kind of like the hierarchy and how you how you get to the top. Right. It's yeah. Which is interesting to call it simple, given that I didn't understand maybe sixty percent. Right. But I do feel like right. if you would have been on game five years ago. Who knows? Like, Right. Could have been a young Goldman Sachs. Like, oh my God, me Goldman Sachs. Oh, my father and his line of work, and it was a <laughs> Goldman Sachs daughter. Yeah. I would be disowned. <laughs> no, they'd be like, hell yeah, secure the the family bag. Um, <laughs> Put us on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but that's interesting. How? I guess my question is like, okay, in my world, you know, in the comedy world, you know, it's pretty clear when you're being checked for, like. If I get a follower, if I, you know, a literal blue check mark or, you know, God forbid a a job offer, right? (laughs) One day, one day, one day, one day, one day. What song is it again? (laughs) (laughs) Who's saying one day? We'll look it up later. But what does it, what does it mean or look like to be checked for in your line of work, in your world? It's the, it's the LinkedIn bag, like kind of who's, who's reaching out to you on LinkedIn, kind of like, kind of what's the, I mean, that's like the professional network, right? Like now to you for opportunities. Like, you know, I get a bunch of like messages, like people I don't, obviously I don't know, but, um, you know, who've heard of loop or like kind of, you know, saw my pops on TV, um, something like that, or just, you know, wants to get to know me as a kind of more lower level person at the firm that's kind of on his way up type of thing and kind of just foster a connection. Um, things like that. Uh, I never use LinkedIn because I'm professionally embarrassing. But um, I'm a nanny on LinkedIn. I'm <laughs> great value governess on LinkedIn. <laughs> but LinkedIn, I always get these emails um, that are like, you know, two people looking at your profile, and then I, I'm like, shit, who check me out? And then it's like, 
sign up and pay an arm and a leg and figure out who's second for you. Um, (laughs) I'm like, I guess I'll never know. (laughs) Right. Once they tried to hit me with that finesse, I was like, I'm cool off that. (laughs) Because the the reality of the situation is, I got an email, I said, 17 people checked your LinkedIn in in the last week and not one of them motherfuckers hit my line. Uh, Everybody (laughs) thought I did in past. (laughs) LinkedIn hurts my feelings. Right, right. Damn. Um, all right, so you kind of you you said previously you said I heard you mentioned maybe somebody saw your pops on TV. So spoiler alert for the listeners: Jr.'s dad is the founder of Loop. It's in the it's in the blood. It's in the blood, big time king of Loop Capital. So my question uh, for well, what I want you to do for me, Jr. I know that that our viewers can't see you right now, but but um, blink twice if he's forcing you to do this. <laughs> forcing you down this career path. <laughs> this is a safe place for us. Y'all just trying to get all the tea. <laughs> right? The kettle piping hot. Well, okay. uh, no, but, but seriously, I mean, does does that come with, like, you know, being the prince of the city, does that come with additional pressures? Or like, do you feel like all ours are on you all the time? And if so, like, how do you deal with that? How do you increase your visibility as JR, the individual in space? Right, right. That's a great question and something that I'm still kind of working on, something that I'm still developing. Uh, and it's, it's just being, for me, it's just being intentional about who I am outside of work and just trying to embrace my complete self also while I'm at work as well. Right. It doesn't always have to be, yeah, I'll I'll send you this presentation or sure, I'll crunch these numbers. But it's like, you know, asking asking questions and just being inquisitive like I am and just kind of just keeping my vibe together Mm -hmm. still while I'm at at the job or, you know, I was I was I would say at the office, but ain't nobody really at the office anymore. Um, But you kind of get my gist. And in terms of the pressure, I mean, there was a little bit of pressure coming up, you know, but I actually liked like the the energy and the content mm-hmm. and what was going on at the firm. And so I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'll try it. Like, I, mean, I get it's kind of like there's like this this carpet rolled out. But you know what? All right, I'll, I'll walk the carpet and see and then see what it's about. And I ended up liking it. And so it's like, you know, I'm not going to fight it. That's awesome. I mean, in so many other instances, I feel like someone goes, well, yes, my father forced me to stay on the farm. Uh, you know, now I, I have to overtake the family ice cream shop and now I can't pursue my dream is walking, like being a stilt walker. And here you are embracing, enjoying and ascending within it. For sure. For sure. That's the process I would say. Yep. JR famously dreamt of, of walking stilts, uh, <laughs> back in the Whitney Young high school days. Yeah. I mean, I think to that effect, like, what do you say? I feel like there would be like, what do you say to the office hater who's like screaming nepotism? You know what I mean? Or like says some bogus stuff like that. Like how do you combat that narrative? Or is there just like a degree by which you have to like accept it or cave to it? Because, you know, it's more complicated than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's something that I just I I have to keep. I wouldn't say, unfortunately, I just have to keep on my shoulders. Uh, have to be conscious about because it is a reality. Like I am the CEO's son, and so it was just like coming up. My first couple years working, like I, I, it, 
it made me feel some type of way sometimes because you know people would some people would just kind of be right hate you know and look at me right. a little sometimes or just talk to me any t- type of way or not any type of way but just try to succumb and I wasn't really fucking with that shit just because I wanted I was like I want to be you know talk to me like I'm a record you know like I'm a record. Right. Uh, so it was at first it was tough to to navigate, but now it's it's better, you know. And people got to know me as a person at the firm, and so it's like, all right, like he actually is like serious about the job, like he's genuine. He wants to know about how I feel about the gig and kind of what's going on with me. Like I think I can, you know, actually talk to him. Um, and I wouldn't say trust, but you know, actually kind of vibe with him. And that's you know, that's kind of the that was the path. Uh, yeah, I. I uh... I feel that in a very in a far uh, more childish and lower stakes way. In that, when I was growing up, uh, my dad was my soccer coach, and everyone was like, "Oh, oh, Cody only gets playing time because his dad is a coach. Cody only gets playing time because his Cody only sees the field because his because the coach is fucking his mom." <laughs> you know, <It's> like, <laughs> and I just had to had to pop my chest out and <laughs> to the occasion, you know. Right. Uh, just you can't let you know the fuck the office hater, the water you know the fucking water cooler shit talking session. I've never worked in an office, y'all. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, there's a uh, there's a water cooler. There's the kitchen. Don't touch my lunch. That's not your lunch. no, you made mention of it's very it's equal parts important to you of like who you are inside the office yeah, as yeah, who you yeah. are outside of work. So like I kind of want to hear about who is Jr. outside of work. Wow, wow, uh, Jr. is it's cool. Jr. is adventurous. Um, Jr. just loves to connect. Jr. Um, is not afraid to show himself, whatever it is. Yes. Uh, yeah, Jr. I mean, he just likes to, he just likes to have a good time, but he's very ambitious as well. Like focus on his goal, on his goals mm-hmm. at work. And then also outside, if there's some side projects or like another development that I'm, I'm trying to get involved in, you know, I, you know, I want to do that. And so, and I put my all towards it. So yeah, that's a little, little snapshot. There yeah. you go. That was like a real world audition. And you know right. what? That was your tape for real world. And you got it. You got the gig. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Joe, uh, yeah, that, that, that all rings true to me. I feel like I've always kind of known you to be a, a man of ambition. I mentioned at the top of the show back in the day, you were concert choir. You, you were an amazing singer. And yeah. a hooper. you even, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you were recruited to play. You played at Rice for a bit, right? I went to Rice. I was playing ball. You know, my playing time was, you know, is played some games, didn't play some, uh, didn't play. It was very unpredictable, you know, but the time commitment was like crazy. And I, you know what? Like, and I was still like, you know, most of my friends were regular students. Like I hung with that, hung out with the athletes, but most of my friends, you know, they were just like kind of going there to get their education and to meet right. a party. And that's like, that was my fabric anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, I'm. I don't view myself, you know, in this like uh, athlete type of light where it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm not kicking it with nobody. Cause I feel like a lot of times, I mean, that's what people, that's what athletes do. It's just like at right. university, yeah. division one school is just like, they just, they stay in the athlete house. Right. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't, 
if you're not walking around in a pair of free sweats that were given you by a coach, <laughs> you can't sit with us. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. So it was like that kind of energy. And I'm just like, you know, if I'm putting all this time into it and, you know, I'm not really, I'm vibing with the people, but I'm, you know, I'm, I want to expand myself. So, you know, let me, let me maybe cut this loose. You know, I decided to, and, you know, that, that was a great decision on my part. I ended up going abroad, you know, I ended up solidifying relationships with my classmates. And uh, it was great. Yeah. That was honestly me in high school. I was like, you know, I didn't I didn't play basketball for years because I was like, I want to get drunk on the weekends, you know? <laughs> that was part of it. I was like, I want to I want to go ahead and do that uh, and be nervous about getting caught the entire time. <laughs> Interesting decision to just do something and be stressed out the whole time you're doing it. Um, yeah. So, well, now I'm getting a sense of it. What a world. So, we talked about like how you feel checked for in your field, which is like LinkedIn um, sort of vi- LinkedIn is like the social. Are you on other social? Are you on like Twitter, Instagram, stuff like that? I'm on, yeah, I'm on IG. Um, yeah. People, you know, whoever's listening, check me out. JR's ROI. Um, JRS ROI. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of, yeah, I'm on Facebook. You know, I use Facebook less, you know, usually right. when I'm social media i'm on i'm on ig just checking out what people are doing what people are talking about it's a good right 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 but it doesn't necessarily like are you the type that's like ooh, please don't follow me if i work with you on like instagram or something like that no no i'm not weird like that like, right if you follow me and you know we work together whatever if i like you i'll follow you back Right. I feel, I mean, I only ask, I'm a, I, um, moonlight or the opposite of moonlight. I day job as a, a Jewish jester for children. I work in Hebrew schools and I'm like, nobody follow me, please. <laughs> I will swiftly lose all of my income, uh, when you see the real me. But I guess my question is what do you remember a time? And this might be work related. It might not be where you felt completely unchecked for. Like while I've been, you know, since I've been working and stuff like that. Yeah, or, I think since I think since you've been working, yeah, I'm curious if the if those feelings present themselves in your yeah. field or outside of too. I think, like, so as you all know, like I lived in New York. I live in Chicago now, but I lived in New York for you know for four years. Like right after school, I moved straight to New York. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason why why I wanted to live in New York is because I wanted like a, a new playing field. Yeah. You know, I felt like if I moved back to Chicago, you know, it's kind of like, all right, cool. Like I'm being checked for, for by my pops and, you know, kind of people in the city who kind of know the name. Right. I wanted like a new a new experience. So I moved to New York. And I would say like my first couple of years in New York, like when it was just like, wow, um, you know, this is not a lot of people know me. Like I kind of get a chance to just like. Uh, experiment and just see what I like. And, and it was great. So I would say kind of maybe those first couple of years in New York, um, when I was just start, when I just started at the firm, kind of wasn't really working on big deals, you know, it was kind of just like supporting and just learning the trade mm-hmm. and just kind of just turning up on the weekends and during, because it's New York, you know, I wasn't really, you know, I felt like I wasn't really checked for it. It was like, I was just vibing, you know, I, I did my work and then I was like trying to figure out what bar like my folks was going to. That doesn't sound all that bad, though. It was no, it was it was amazing. Like I, I love my time in New York. Well, Jr., you're, it's interesting. It's so kind of refreshing what you're saying because it's like 
even in the arenas where there does seem to be some more stability uh, in finance, uh, your ambitions lend themselves toward like, let me create this wholehearted JR, you know, this whole, yeah. this holistic JR, uh, which is based on the, based on the, Rachel, based on the conversation we've, we've previous conversations we've had with folks like Danielle, that seems to be the key, you know, right. like if you're feeling at all on check for, then go knock on a couple other realms of life and, and see what it's hidden for. Ex- right. Exactly. And that's exactly the mindset I had. And I've had for a while. I've like had that mindset for a while. And so it's just like, cool. Now it's just time to do it. Like do it to it. Like what you want type of thing. Yeah. It was that. that was yeah, absolutely. Man, do it to it. What you want needs to be my alarm clock. I just kind of put that on the fly like that. That was hot. I mean, concert. This is an artist. This is concert choir. The rhythmic, you know, talents that I have. I can just kind of come up with the, you know, freestyle rapping. Like I was decent. I wasn't great. But ask me to freestyle sing. Give me any concept and I would do that shit. I mean, if y'all trying to do okay. that. Uh, I would like you. <laughs> no, <laughs> we won't make you. Would, would you do it for the pod? I would do it for the pod. Yeah. Come on, you would. He's got, he's got a glass of wine. He's chilling. He's loose. Okay, all right, okay. Uh, Cody. Let's it. give him a concert. Okay, I think uh, I would love to hear you sing. Uh, I was gonna say something about Instagram. I would love to hear you sing about uh, how you scroll through Instagram. Uh, scroll, stop, double tap. You know what I'm saying? Tell, tell okay. me about JR. Yeah. I don't know. Is that a good idea, Rachel? That, that's the first. That, you know, the it's first. Good and, it's, and it's relatable to what we're talking about. Okay, great. great. Yeah. All right. Tell me about tell me about JR on IG. That got you. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> oh, 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 no. Are you on Instagram today? Let me log on today. Scroll, double tap, okay. I might comment on your pic. See what's good with it. If I'm lit, I can post a story and show you it. I'm at the spot. That's about that. It was some, it was some. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh. J.R. Reynolds live and in living color. Wow. Yeah. In our wow. studio. It's wow. light. It's light. Wow. I okay. heard you and became a whole aunt. I was like <laughs> transformed into Aunt Rachel. Yeah. Um, no, that was, uh, I mean, look, look, the guy's multi-talented. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, uh, yeah. Jay, Jay, uh, appreciate the support. The yeah, I appreciate the gassing, kind of while it was going on. That that also helped. So thank you. We need that. I mean, everybody the gas, needs, everybody everybody needs gas. Everybody needs a good gas. You know, yeah. it's effortless. It com- yeah. Gassing others is effortless. It's gassing of self. That's a little trickier. Um, right. <laughs> so we always ask all our guests this: uh, Who are you checking for, and who would you like to be checking for you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I guess right now, like I'm working on some things that I don't really want to talk about, like outside of Loop, you know, that'll kind of advance my network. Um, and I'm kind of checking for that. Like I'm, I'm checking for um, 
something, you know, that'll expand my horizons, um, be it an institution or just an, an organization. Like that's, that's a part of the, like, that's a part of what I'm on right now. Um, working on outside of, of the loop gig, kind of just like expanding kind of what I'm thinking about. So yeah, I'm, I'm checking for that. Um, in terms of who's, who's checking for me, or, or who you would like to be checking for. Who I would like to be checking for me. You know what? I kind of feel, I feel like I'm, I'm very like fulfilled right now. Like I, I'm in the mindset where it's just like, I don't need, if you check it for me, that's cool. But I don't, I don't need you to. Like I have a, a, a I'm in a, there it is. you know, like I'm in a, I work for a great firm. Like I'm in a great relationship right now. Um, my family, like my relationship with my family is good. So like, yeah, I'm like, everything is, I'm very happy right now. It's good. Okay. Do me a favor. Like take, that? Yeah. No, go ahead, Cody. Cause we're thinking the same thing. We're thinking that I need you to take that feeling of fulfillment, bottle it, sell it. There's your new business venture right there. Cause that shit is priceless. That's amazing, man. And you know, if you need, uh, if you need someone to work in the mail office at Lube, I'm thinking about making a, a, a little, uh, career switch. Cody, we need to get into finance. Oh yeah. Is what I'm no, hearing. no, we need to get into finance. Finance. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I legit haven't taken a math class since junior year of high school. So my, my time has come and went to be, to be a, a financier. <laughs> financier. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Are, um, man, th- this has been, you actually have just made my night so much better. I feel like so much better yeah, as a human being. Like, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm just very excited to, to do this. And, you know, I'm glad I did like, it's great connecting with y'all and just kind of just bouncing ideas, kind of seeing how we feel about things. I feel like it's, it's important just in the, in the community, especially right now, like when things are so yeah. crazy, like we all have to stay close and, you know, just kind of, yeah, like, it's, enough, yeah. Enough said, right. Enough said, right. Like, you know, right. It's true. So if there is uh before we let you go, if there is one thing you want your listeners to go check for after this, anything you got going on, maybe family members got going on, uh, anything you want to plug that folks should be checking for. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for that, you know, that subtle kind of hint there, Cody. Yeah. I've been recently also, yeah, I've been definitely been shopping a lot recently. Um, kind of this pandemic, it has me at the crib and I just speak. Right. You know, I don't go out as much, so I got this extra bread, you know, and I've been saving a little, little bit, you know, but, you know, I've been shopping a little bit. And one thing that I've definitely been been grabbing are these uh, these Kendall Miles sneakers. So Kendall Miles, my sister, um, has a, a luxury footwear brand, okay. Kendall Miles Designs. For anyone listening, go, listening, go check that out on Instagram's Kendall, at Kendall Miles Designs. And um, for the fellas, yeah, we have the shoes right now. Um, and then also for the ladies, kind of all kind of heels and got a couple of sandals type of things like that. And so that's up and coming. Yes, please go check that out. I Right now there are three sneakers uh, in three different colors. I have all three. So, you know, kinda, that's, that's how we rocking. So, yeah, definitely like gang, family, gang, you know, just keeping everyone close. Like that's that's what I'm checking for right now. Oh, yeah. everything tight so all right well this has been ain't nobody checking for me with uh our special guest jr reynolds jr thanks for coming through yeah. no it was this was good Came through with the pipes too don't forget right. the ig i'm rocking i'm like shit will you sing at my wedding if i ever have one 
<laughs> no, my girlfriend's listening. We're having one. She's listening. <laughs> okay, we're in a huge fight now. I should get off. All right, I'm just playing. I love you guys. We'll we'll be back soon. Peace. Y'all, we want to share a podcast with you that's near and dear to our hearts from our very own family. It's called The Ben Jarofsky Show, hosted by the one and only Ben Jarofsky, also known as Rachel's dad, also known to many of our listeners as the co-hosts of the most banging annual Hanukkah party in Chicago. Okay, my dad is the OG muckraker, okay, exposing those dirty, dirty politicians. He is a long-running political powerhouse. The Ben Jarofsky Show is presented by the Chicago Reader and the Chicago Sun-Times. Absolutely. Tune in. You can hear Ben talk about all the day's big stories with his celebrated humor, insight, his warmth, and classic Ben Jarofsky honesty. He keeps it a full buck. Keeps it so real. He also um, sings a lot on the show. He's not a great singer, but he is an entertaining singer. So you should tune in. Live episodes, they're streaming Tuesdays through Fridays from 1 to 3 p.m. at the Reader and Chicago Sun-Times websites. Or, you know, if you are uh, a millennial with a phone, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and catch up anytime.